I'd like to take a moment to let you all know about a new nonprofit organization started by my brother Craig. It's called Treats and Truth. They fill oversized brown lunch bags with snack items, chips, crackers, popcorn, cookies, etc. Also, a bottle of water, toothbrush, toothpaste, sanitary wipes, and most importantly, a small gospel tract book of John. No cigar? I'll have to talk to him about that. The bags are then hand-delivered to the homeless and people in need in and around the Los Angeles area. Let's help get this ministry off the ground. They're a 501c3 tax-exempt organization, so any and all donations are tax-deductible and greatly appreciated. Visit their website at treatsandtruth.org. Check out the show notes for the link. Also, please follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you. Welcome to episode 134 of the Burning Bush Podcast, where we share the message of the Bible while enjoying a good cigar. Hope you're doing well, and I'm glad you've joined me. Today, we're reading the New Testament book of Mark, chapter 7, with commentary from the notes in the Charles Spurgeon Study Bible, and I'm smoking the Southern Draw Firethorn in the Toro 6x52 Vitola. So let's go on over to the Southern Draw website and see what they have to say. Firethorn Rosado. Power and grace can coexist with complexity and robustness. And back in 2015, Smoke Magazine said this. Medium to full-bodied, earthy, charred taste. Woody character, wonderful flavor, heavy and pleasant aroma. Great balance of taste and aroma. And the wrapper is Habano Rosado from Ecuador. Binders, uh, binder is uh, Mexican San Andres. And the filler is Nicaraguan. Tasting notes are sweet toffee, baking spices, carrot cake, and aromatic cedar. And the Vitolas are Robusto, 5.5 by 54. Toro, 6x52, Gordo, 6.5x60, Lancero, 7.5x40, Perfecto, 6x56, and another Perfecto Limited, 5x58, and the Bellicoso Fino, box-pressed, 5.5x54. That is the Southern Draw Firethorn Rosado. So let's go ahead and get back into this week's reading of the book of Mark in chapter 7. I am reading from the English Standard Version, the ESV. 
and verse 1. Now when the Pharisees gathered to him with some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem, they saw that some of his disciples ate with hands that were defiled, that is, unwashed. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they wash their hands properly, holding to the tradition of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. And there are many other traditions that they observe, such as the washing of cups and pots and copper vessels and dining couches. And the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? And he said to them, Well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. You leave the commandment of God and hold to the tradition of men. And he said to them, You have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to establish your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and whoever reviles father or mother must surely die. But you say, If a man tells his father or his mother, Whatever you would have gained from me is Corban, that is, given to God, then you no longer permit them to do anything for his father or mother, thus making void the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down, and many such things you do. And he called the people to him again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside a person that by going into him can defile him, but the things that come out of a person are what defile him. And when he had entered the house and left the people, his disciples asked him about the parable. And he said to them, Then are you also without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into a person from outside cannot defile him? since it enters not his heart, but his stomach, and is expelled. Thus he declared all foods clean. And he said, What comes out of a person is what defiles him. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. And from there he arose and went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house and did not want anyone to know, yet he could not be hidden. But immediately a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile, a Syrophoenician by birth, And she begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And Spurgeon comments on verses 27 and 28, It isn't right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she replied to him, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. This Syrophoenician was a woman of amazing faith. 
She could not be put off from pleading for her little daughter because she believed Jesus was able to heal all manner of diseases, and she meant to beg him until he yielded to her importunity. Her faith was not hindered by an exclusive doctrine that appeared to confine confine the blessing to the children of Israel. She might have thought, Then he is not sent to me. Vainly do I seek for that which he reserves for the Jews. Her faith was not even hindered by a sense of admitted unworthiness. Jesus spoke of dogs. He meant that the Gentiles were to Israel as dogs. She did not at all dispute it, but yielded the point. She felt she was only worthy to be compared to a dog. She did not expect to win the blessing she sought on account of any merit of her own. She depended on the goodness of Jesus' heart, not on her goodness. Her faith was not hindered by the tone of Jesus' reply, which for many would have depressed their hope and restrained their prayer. It isn't right, said Jesus. It is not becoming. It is not proper. It is hardly lawful to take children's bread and throw it to dogs. His words were enough to pour cold water on the flames of her hope, yet her faith was not quenched. It was a faith of that immortal kind that nothing can kill. Further, her faith assented to all Jesus said. He said, let the children be fed first. And she does not dispute that. She entered into no argument against its being improper to take the bread from the children, the Jews, and give it to the uncircumcised heathen. She never wished Israel to be robbed for her. Dog as she was, she would not have any purpose of God or any propriety of the divine household shifted and changed for her. That is the faith that saves the soul, that agrees with the mind of God, even if it seemed adverse to herself. The faith that believes the revealed declarations of God, whether they appear to be pleasant or terrible, the faith that assents to God's word, whether it is like a balm to its wound or like a sword to cut and slay. Not only did she assent to all Jesus said, but she acknowledged him as Lord. Further, she does not say, put me among the children, but she only asks to be treated as a dog is. The dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. This woman's argument was based on Jesus' own premises, She does not proceed to lay down new premises or dispute the old ones. She accepts his statement and uses it to vanquish him. All she needed, all she desired, was the crumbs. Not the children's bread, only the dog's crumbs. Finally, her faith won her cause. She gained her desire. And Jesus was so delighted with the wise, prudent, humble, but courageous manner in which she answered, that he said, You may go. The demon has left your daughter. And back to Mark, verse 29. And he said to her, For this statement you may go your way. The demon has left your daughter. And she went home and found the child lying in bed, and the demon gone. Then he returned from the region of Tyre and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Decapolis. And they brought to him a man who was deaf and had a speech impediment, and they begged him to lay his hand on him. 
and taking him aside from the crowd privately, he put his fingers into his ears, and after spitting, touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephtatha, that is, be opened. And his eyes were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. And Jesus charged them to tell no one, but the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. And that's the end of today's reading in the book of Mark. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the Charles Spurgeon Study Bible, as well as today's cigar. Also, Groundworks Ministries for daily Bible studies and devotionals. Treats and Truth Ministry where you can get involved in helping to spread the gospel to and be a blessing to the homeless, and the Burning Bush Merchandise Store, where you can pick up some items to help spread the word about the show. If you know anyone who needs to hear this, please let them know about the podcast and help share the message of the Bible, the hope we have in Yeshua Messiah, Jesus Christ. If you'd like to contact me, you can email me at steve at theburningbushpodcast.com which is linked in the show notes as well. So until next time, have a great day, have a great cigar, and God bless.